Hello there, ghosts and ghoulies. I'm here to talk to you about one of our lovely sponsors on the Four-Eyed Radio Network, Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Mention you heard it on the 4i Radio Network to receive 10% off your order. <laughs> now enjoy the rest of the program. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I am Steve-O with my co-host as always is a new celebrity. Uh, Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra, it's great to have you here. This works out perfectly because you had nothing to do with the movie we watched this weekend. Exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyways, or not this weekend, but this day. Um, so well, I mean, I can just hand it over to Jeff Goldblum if you want. Oh. Uh, Spoiler alert, if you guys haven't read the title yet when this is released, because the title is... Uh, but yes, we did watch a movie this week. We watched the 1986 movie, The Fly, which is a remake of the... Is it the... When it come out? 1958, 19- I think. Really? I believe that's what it said. Wow, I was about to guess 1959. <laughs> Again, you are... I should have let you guess. That's Crap, fucking nuts. No, you're good. Um, so yeah, so the remake of that and... Uh, so, of course, like we said, well, if you haven't seen the movie, it is on Hulu, so definitely check it out. It is a good watch. I haven't seen it in a while, and I forgot, like, how good, like, some of the stuff is and, and things like that. And you actually see his mannerisms that, like, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more into, but, uh, like, you're like, oh, there's, uh, well, that and uh, just how he was talking and stuff, and you're like, oh, there's Ian Malcolm. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, at a certain yeah. point, you're like, that's the, I'm, I'm like, wondering if they're like, hey, we saw you in the fly, you know, when you were getting all crazy and, like, everything like that, use that. And he's all <laughs> like, all right, I could do that, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, very good movie and stuff like that. But, of course, we'll talk about that towards the end of the show. We'll give you guys the spoilers and everything like that. We do have some news and some eerie news of the week. But before we get into all that, I have some stuff to, you know, promote as usual. You can listen to us on the 4i Radio Network, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Player FM, Google Play Music, Google Play App, Podcast App, and Spotify, and also Podchaser. Podchaser is a new one. Uh, go ahead and find us, 4i Radio Network, or the show, Not Another Bee Horrorcast, or any of the other shows on the network. Feel free to give us a like. Feel free to write a comment. Whether Let us know. Are we helpful in any of our knowledge when we talk about these movies or any of the news or just stories we find? It's a big help. And if you like to listen to the podcast and you want to see the show notes to get full articles and all that kind of stuff, you can go to www.facebook.com backslash not another be horrorcast if you want to follow us on twitter also the news goes there or even instagram i try to find some funny pictures to post on there or even cool creatures in fact i went to a comic con in uh Ohio- actually michigan because we had to go state lines that's actually another weird thing i was in uh i was in michigan and ohio this weekend realizing i've been two states that i've never been to oh yeah um but uh, i did go to a little small comic con i did post uh they had some pictures some evil dead stuff i posted um i'll talk a little bit about that when we get to our uh thing of the week but if you do want to follow us on that it's at 
B Horrorcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to write to us, recommend movies, talk about movies you you're like, this is such a bad movie that you guys should watch it. One of those things. Or if you have a story, a spooky thing happened to you. You saw a UFO, uh, you witch trials. Uh, Anna, you want to? Uh, if you saw the Sasquatch, if you yeah. uh, had a demonic dream that you want us to discuss, because we cover pretty much anything horror related and we're we like the love X-Files. hearing from you guys we're like the x-files yeah so i want to give another shout out to bones because i give her a shout out a lot because she's very active in the listening to this podcast and we really appreciate it so any contact that you guys want to give us we i try to respond as soon as i get the the you know the write-in from you guys or you know the chat or whatever like however you hit us up um so please 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 reach out to us because Bones is our little unofficial fact checker, and I absolutely love it. And I know Bones is like, oh, when do I get a paycheck? And I go, look, you'll definitely get a paycheck as soon as I get a paycheck. So, because <laughs> I have no money to give. I wish I could, and I do help, love everybody who helps us out and whatnot. So, uh, once once we start making a profit from anything that we do, and you're wondering, how can we help you make a profit? Well, if you go to Amazon.com and go to actually 4iRadio.com, because Eric just informed me that the Sasquatch.net used to just reroute you to the 4 Radio thing, but he has not paid the domain for that. So <laughs> if you go to 4iRadio.com and click on that Amazon banner, you shop like you normally do. We get a little taste if you do, so and all that good jazz and everything like that. So and honestly, like once you go to foridradio uh, dot com and click on the Amazon banner, if you save it as a bookmark, that way we can still get that hit, uh, that little kickback from you guys, and you don't have to worry about going to the foridradio dot com every single time. Then you can just click on the bookmark, bookmark, excuse me, and you're good to go. Uh huh. And then, of course, like I said, if you wanted to contact us, you, you can write us an email at uh, not another b horrorcast at gmail dot com. So now that we've got all that stuff out of the way, um, we can go ahead and dive into uh, Anna, yes, which isn't here, Ryan. So uh, uh, Frank Jeff. Frank Sinatra. I don't know where um, the hell Ryan. <laughs> I well, you're probably thinking Ryan, you goddamn <laughs> son of a bitch. Um, that goes out to two people who probably don't even listen to this podcast, but no. I, <laughs> I, I, I still love them. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. So, how was your week, Frank? Frankie boy. Uh, it was uh, it was pretty uneventful, other than clawing myself out of the grave and uh, yeah, going to Tito and Hickory Dock. Yeah, cry crawled out of a. Uh, grave, and I was looking for a hooker and blow. I couldn't find it. That sounds that does not really sound like Frank Sinatra. Now that I think yeah. about it, I was looking for someone to lube my cock. There you go. Ah, jeez, uh, it's Frankie, Frankie. Oh fuck, he followed me from hell. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't I, believe in him. I don't believe in the devil. Oi, he wasn't there. It was just Don Rickles. I. <laughs> Uh, anyways, I don't want to get too. Big. No, I would. I <laughs> would enjoy. I would enjoy that. Don Rickles is. Oh god. If you, if, I, if you yeah. go down to hell and Don Rickles is there, I'm just like the worst that's going to happen is he's just going to literally roast us. No, like, I just want to see a thing where it's like Don Rickles. I, well, obviously it would never happen, but I would love to see, have seen a skit where Don Rickles played the devil. It would be fantastic. Um, um, but yeah. So uh, <laughs> how was how was your week, Frank? <clears throat> Besides crawling out of the grave. Uh, or a weekend at this point, or whatever you did. Well, lots of hookers and blow. Um, there you go. He's still living the fucking dream. <coughs> well, yeah, it's Frankie. He has to. Frankie! Um, I'm trying to remember. Oh, 
Um, so you went to Ohio. So I had a little girls' fright night, which only two people showed up. So I don't think either of them listened to the podcast, but if you ever do, you know who you are. Um, but yeah, other than that, it was actually pretty fun. Uh, got to rewatch Trick or Treat, which was a lot of fun. I absolutely love that movie, as you all know. Uh, we also watched Cabin in the Woods, and then we uh, actually, which was a lot of fun because neither of those girls had seen it before. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so that's always were... a fun movie. Actually, my parents watched that. Yeah. And they really enjoyed it, which I was like, I, I've been noticing a lot of stuff with my parents. Sorry to cut you off. I just realizing they seem to be liking a lot of stuff now that I would think they would just hate because they ended up watching like the new Tomb Raider. And my mom was like, yeah, we really liked it. And I'm like, really? Like, I know it's something I would enjoy whether or not if it's like, like I can enjoy for just like the stupid, basically shut my brain off, eat popcorn. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. I've learned to accept those movies and I enjoy those movies. Like Rampage, I was talking to Eric about it. I'm like, yeah, I want to see Rampage. He's like, I have no idea what that movie's about. I'm like, it's a monkey, it's an alligator and a wolf just beating the fuck out of each other. It's based off of a game. And with he's the like, rock in it. Yeah, yeah, with the rock in it. He was just like, oh, and I'm like, look, I already know what to expect and I'm okay with that. Just eating popcorn and being like, this is fucking ridiculous, but I just love the action and just a monkey punched an alligator in the face so right. you know shit like that I'm, I'm 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 i've like come notice with my demeanor on stuff where i'm just like oh yeah i completely can shut my brain off and not sit there going like well that doesn't make sense and i'm like okay first off you're already saying that doesn't make sense but you've already bought into a giant monkey a giant <laughs> crocodile and a giant fucking wolf that can fly right. uh then you should you shouldn't have not even seen that movie then <laughs> Because I'd be like, well, no, the movie was good, but pff, I don't think The Rock had that many bullets in his gun. It's all like, right, that was the only false thing in that entire movie, people. Like, well, the ground wouldn't shatter that way because the way the geometric plates are Fuck passing you. by. To, you know. okay. But anyways, yeah, so Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, my parents saw that and they loved it. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, so they've never seen it. Do they? They, they like the like the twist at the end. Yeah, both of them really seem to enjoy it. Um, they really liked the, all the different kinds of characters, and then uh, it was kind of funny. Like neither of them saw what was coming at the end. Like whenever it kind of goes into the third act, whenever they're going down in the elevator, I'm not going to spoil too much in case people haven't seen it before. But basically, and whenever yeah. they're going down in the elevator and you, you start seeing the third act, like they were really interested to see all the different things that were going on around there. And yeah. I, I absolutely love just like that five minutes. It's so interesting. Yeah, it's a it's a fun movie. But yeah, if you have actually, if you have seen it and you want to hear. Uh, I like how my mom's texting me. To yeah, right I think now. we did uh, do a podcast. Say, yeah, we did do no, I, we did do a podcast for us. You basically just have to look for the one that says "Cabin in the Woods." Um, but if you like see that movie, you want to hear our reviews about it and what we liked and didn't like about it. You can get a full in depth uh, thing. So, and Kate, that's the other thing. If there's or movies you're like, I'm probably never going to see this. You can just listen to our reviews. I mean, we try to give you the best like of the thing. Like we like we said, like is the movie watchable? You know, is it. Does it have any, you know, would you watch it again value or whatnot? But, um, and also, uh, yeah. also, I just wanted to say really quick <clears throat> if you have seen the movie before, I would really like to know. Please write us at notanotherbhorrorcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or wherever you want to and let us know what was your favorite creature. I really want to know because there's so many different creatures that you get to see. And even if it's just like one of the ones that you only see for like half a second, I want to know because I absolutely love that scene because there's just so many things going on that you can't catch them all. And I want to know what your either the one that creeped you out the most or you're just your favorite one that you're like, oh, that's amazing. I can't believe they did that kind of thing. Like yeah. Mine was the ballerina. 
So, well, also like the 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 jokes of the other like kind of things they couldn't use. So there was a character that looked like you know Pinhead was like one of those right. things, and it's just like instead of having the pins, he had like the razor blades in his head. Like there's all that kind of cool things where it's all like, oh, okay, this could be from that movie. Like these things actually existed, and you know, yeah. And I love like my one of my favorite lines is where the guy says something about they're about like something from a nightmare, and the girl goes, "No, this is what nightmares come from." Yeah, yeah. And basically, like this existed before we did, and this is kind of like we essentially it got dumbed down into nightmare form. So it's just really, really interesting. But that's cool. I'm glad there was people who haven't uh, seen it before mm-hmm. and they did enjoy it. So that's always kind of fun when you get to actually like find a good horror movie or any kind of movie in general, but. And someone hasn't seen it, and they it, they were like, "Oh, this was actually really good." Like, because it's always bad when you're like, "Oh, I love this movie," and then everyone doesn't really watch it. They're like, "Oh, this is boring." They just like start checking out their phone, or they're like doing other stuff, and then you're like, "It's like the same thing with music." When you're like, "This is a really good song," and then someone talks over the song, and you're that. like, "Okay, what is the point of this?" That's why I like Matthew and I really try to be like, "Oh," and then you, I kind of sit there and go like. Uh, like I'll go like oh but I won't like be like oh my god this sounds like I usually wait till we have like we listen to it a bit and then you can turn it out and be like you know what this reminds me of is like it takes like you know from this this and this you know we're going to talk about stuff so yeah it's it's always disappointing when you you like something a lot and you want to introduce it to other people and they're just like this uh, apparently they didn't like it yeah but uh, that's cool uh, so the case okay, so it was Cabin in the Woods Trick or Treat and what was the other one uh, Trick or Treat Cabin in the Woods and uh, Paranormal Activity Paranormal Activity which uh, the other girl ended up having to leave but I had a really good conversation with the girl that was able to hang out with me the entire night. Um, and she actually made this amazing keto-friendly uh, peanut butter mm. chocolate cheesecake, and it's so yeah, oh thank, God, thank, so so thank, good. Thank thank her for that because I, I am I'm fucking digging it. I'm like this is amazing. <laughs> I absolutely will. But yeah, she made this amazing cheesecake, and we had this really interesting uh, discussion about like spirit or like spirituality and like ghosts and like the supernatural just because we were watching paranormal activity and there's like all those like trigger moments in the movie yeah and so it was like it was really really like a whole lot of fun to just have like sit down and like have a conversation with somebody who doesn't think you're a complete nut job so or just be like it's not that bad oh whatever yeah yeah yeah. and just kind of have them like blow you off or just wait for your lips to stop moving so they can tell you their story. Yeah, yeah, kind of thing. So those are always kind of fun and everything like that. But that's cool. I'm glad you had a really fun weekend and everything like that. Um, let's yeah, other than that, I had nothing. So what about your week? Uh, well, mine was, you know, basic week. And then we, uh, well, then I left on Thursday to go visit Eric from 4i Radio uh, actually socially awkward and everything like that and the other network out there so I finally got to see his house in Ohio I, he's been there for three years um, actually it was really kind of cool because it's like the house really felt like a, almost like a haunted house with all the creaking and how old <laughs> it is and stuff like that but yeah it was a good time so we did go to a comic con we had to drive to Michigan for that I think it was in Monroe uh, yeah because oh. it was the Monroe comic con and actually met a lot of great artists a lot of stuff I found um, I'll be posting this stuff on the thing, and I feel bad because I know the cards are over on the desk, which I could probably grab. I can grab them. Okay, yeah. So I want to give a shout out to a couple of people because uh, some of these local artists and stuff like that. I bought a lot of prints. Um, actually, this weekend I got to go out and get frames for stuff because there was a lot of cool uh, thing. But this one, uh, this one gentleman, uh, one of the things uh, peaked. I was walking by. And I saw it, and we'll get a picture of it, but it is Sam from Trick or Treat, and he's holding his little lollipop up, and then you have Michael Myers looking down on him. It's this really kind of cool piece. I'm like, i got to get a frame for it. So, And then I noticed this gentleman. His name is Steven. Uh, uh, hold on. 
I, I can read the one thing and then I have to go down to his actual thing. Yeah, Stephen uh, Harhar. If you want to follow him, he's at Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, and then H-A-R-A-R. Um, he also is at... Stephen Harar. Stephen Harar. Uh, and then you have his Instagram uh, is S-T-E-E-P-H, draws. Um, and he's got a bunch of stuff. But, of course, I'll, I'll post his stuff and things like that. But he had... Um, he had some really cool shit where it was like I was going through. I was like, I was like, okay, I saw that one. Then he had like these little baby versions of them. So it was like Michael Myers like carving a pumpkin. It had Jason like with his floaties on, like it's a little kid with a mask. Oh, that's so has cute. his floaty on, and then it says like no swimming and no lifeguard on duty, and he's just kind of like sad or whatnot. Aww. And then he says he's working on a Sam one. He wants to do next, but he had like all the seven. He's wearing this pumpkin, uh, <clears throat> uh, pumpkin head shirt and everything like that. And his buddy had like a really kick ass. Like I was like, oh, I like your shirt too he's like oh yeah like a lot of people don't know this stuff and then i'm going through his art where he's got all this freddy krueger stuff and like jason and just really he did these really cool prints where it was also it was all black and white but then he just highlighted the stuff in red to really accent it with certain stuff so it'd be like the same halloween thing where it might have like half of michael Myers' face and then the knife but then like on a little bit of the knife is just like the red you know giving it this really cool like accent and then i'm flipping through his stuff and I'm like, holy crap, because he had these uh, uh, sketches. Uh, well, he had sketches, but it was like the originals, oh, yeah. his little mini originals and stuff. And then he's like, these usually sell for like 35 bucks. And I was like, OK. And I think the print was going to be 15. So I was like, OK, well, I'm definitely getting that print. I was just flipping through, looking at everything. And then I saw this picture and not too many people will know this. So if people do know this props to you, I give you like like if you're my generation and you know this. Congratulations. I'm not going to fault you if you're younger than me. I'm not going to fault you if you're older than me. But there's a certain demographic that should know this because it was like everyone grew up with. Uh, but if you know this, congratulations to you. But I look over and I see this picture and I'm like, hey, is that David the Gnome <laughs> from the world of David the Gnome, a show that ran on uh, uh, Nickelodeon, Nick Jr. and stuff like that? And the guy just goes, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, no, seriously, that's David the Gnome. He goes, yeah. And I go, We're, okay. We're talking about the gnome who's a doctor and he rides on a fox name at the same time. We're like Swift. And I'm like, he's like, you're the first person to guess that. And I was like, bullshit. He goes, yeah. And everyone just thinks it's like the gnome from like a uh, goosebumps oh, movie yeah. or just an angry evil gnome or whatnot. And he's all like, he's like, so just because of that, since you're getting this print, he's like, I'm going to take 10 bucks off this one. <laughs> and he gave me such a good deal because we connected and we're both and we're both named Steven, so we're like ah, and we spell it the same way. So I was, I was like, and I told him about the podcast, gave him a card. I was like, it's a B horror cast. If you want to check it out? We have other shows on the network, but if you want to check this out, I go, hey, if you want to Skype in and talk about stuff, mm-hmm. let me like hit me up, let me know. And Absolutely. he was like, oh, okay, yeah, cool and stuff. So we do all that, and then so I buy the print and everything that, and then he gave me a case. So instead of paying like thirty five dollars just for the original, I ended up just paying thirty bucks for everything. So, so I was like, awesome. that was awesome. So I ended up getting that. I got a Godzilla print and a King Kong print, which I was, it was great because I walked over because it was the last booth to hit because I'm like, I want those. Like this guy, um, he, oh no, I got to get the picture from, he didn't have any more business cards. Oh. But uh, uh, Tom, uh, Eric's uh, brother-in-law, he uh, was with us as well and took a picture of that. So I was like, thank you. I got to hit him up because we're Facebook friends now. So I got, I'll hit him up and get the, 
get that information because I want to talk about this. So he does these really cool, like just prints. They're just very simple and stuff. But he had so much. He had a day of the dawn of the uh, night of the living dead, and then he made them into little stickers. He had sticker ones too. Oh, that's cool. And then he did like yeah. So he did this Godzilla, and he did this King Kong, and I'm like, okay, I need those. Need them in the studio side by side. But he had like the thing. He had like I think a Michael Myers one, Freddy Krueger. It was just like oh. But I come over, and the guy was kind of like if I. He's kind of like. You know, like, no, like no one was really engaging him because I think when we first came by, he was, no one was there. So I was just like, okay, I want to come back here because I want to definitely get these prints. So we came back and then he's kind of doing his thing. And I was like, oh, hey, he's like, oh, uh, like, kind of, uh, can I help you? I was like, ah, uh, yeah, I, I definitely want that Godzilla and that King Kong. And he's just like, really? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I've been looking for like these simple kind of posters that just kind of accent everything, you know, like a really, and he's like, Oh, I'm like, and you were the first one to have that I saw that had a Godzilla and like a King Kong thing going on. And I'm a huge fan of those. He's like, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, they're like uh, $15 each. And I'm like, yeah, done. Like, like, give it to me. Like, I want them. And and he was just like, Oh, okay. You, and he's like, you want me to sign them? I'm like, that'd be awesome. Like it was, (laughs) it was pretty cool with that. So I was like, okay, I was excited about that. Then I got this cool, like spawn print, uh, from another guy, he was uh, Kyle. Yeah, I was going to remember his name. Kyle and Lisa. Lisa is his wife, and they're oh, actually cool. congratulations to them. They're also about to they're uh, with with child now. Um, so so, uh, but Kyle. Oh, that's uh, great that he's pregnant. Yeah, he's pregnant. She's pregnant. Everyone's pregnant. But uh, Kyle uh, Irving, he does these. Um, everything's uh, canvas. Mm-hmm. He starts everything on canvas, and then he creates these prints. And there was just so many of them. So I ended up getting a spawn and ended up getting a Deadpool because uh, I wanted ones that were, like, both the same, like, size. Because he had with ones. Like, he had this really cool Spider-Man. I was like, that's awesome. And it was reminding me, and I'm trying to remember the comic book artist, but it reminded me of that kind of art style where, like, you kind of accent everything. Like, maybe the hands are a little bit bigger or, like, you know, like Spider-Man's fingers and stuff and, like, his calves and things like that. It's just a really cool, like, art style. But he had, like, so much stuff. He had this huge, like... Uh, venom print like canvas that he did and he's like it's already been bought like he's like people will come by and grab it at the end of the day or i'll ship it to them but people are like i want that here's your money and he can hold on to it i was like oh that's really cool that he does that but he had like video game ones and stuff it was just really well done so yeah kyle irving i will uh, say the other thing that's kind of cool about that is like if people kind of if the people buy it and then he leaves it up then other people can walk by and go Oh, I want that. What's your site so I can get a copy of it? So yeah, it yeah. Create, generates even because I was business. looking for the one because it would have been perfect. Um, because it was basically it was just it was the same size as the spawn and the Deadpool that I got, but all it was was a hand, and then it just had the symbiote like cl- crawling up oh, it, that's and so I was cool. like, that's really cool. And I also did this one where it's just like you just see the this part like down of it's just the Punisher, and he's got like some blood spats, and then you can see, but it's just like that. So it cuts off like, like just cuts a little off bit above his nose. From his nose and stuff. It was just like cool prints like that that was just like these are just really – but he's just like, yeah, I do everything on canvas and then I can make these prints. But he – I'm trying to remember – bleed. He does the bleed effect with them. So it goes yeah. from end to end. So it just covers. So and I was, he's like, what what sizes do you want? I was like, oh, I was just going to get like 8 by 10s. He's like, this is the best part about these. You get that? Slides right in. Yeah. To like the 8 by 10 frames. I'm like, that's amazing. He's like – and even with the canvases, like he comes with – like he puts them in frames. The canvas ones, too. And I was like, that's awesome. He's like, yeah, so I'll just go to Michael's. He's like, he tells me the trick. He's like, when you get the coupons, like for Michael's, go to Michael's and buy frames. It's the (laughs) best deal ever. He's like, I love Michael's for that. And he literally just took the glass out 
and then you put the the yeah, thing yeah. in and boom it, it's got this nice little cool frame and everything that you're like oh that's really cool but yeah their artwork's phenomenal so i'll definitely give a lot of shout outs once i start posting most of the, the stuff on there oh and also so i wanted to touch on something really quickly because whenever you started talking about sam it reminded me so i don't know if a lot of people are aware of this but sam was actually cr- by, created by the the writer slash director like he did a little short film mm. of sam and I told the girl that uh, ended up hanging out with me that night, and she and like she absolutely loves trick or treat, and she had no idea. So I think it's probably online. I know it's on my my uh, DVD copy. Yeah, I know. And that's how I found it in the first place. But it's this really cute, just little short of just Sam going trick or treating, and it's the most adorable thing ever. And seriously, guys, if you can find it, I highly recommend watching it. If you can't find it, let me know, and I will see if I can find a way to you know, find that thing for you. Or if I know you well enough, I might just rent out my DVD copy. Might being the key word. Or maybe I'll just make you come over and hang out with me and force you to hang out with me for a bit. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so that's another thing that I just wanted to bring up really quick. And it's so kind of funny because like, um, like we were having this whole entire conversation about how she said that her one of her best friends... Um, she has a little kid and she kept pestering her friend, trying to get her friend to dress up her son as Sam from trick or treat. Oh, that'd and be she amazing. was like, no, I don't want to do that. It would freak me out too much. It's like, that's the fun of it all. And that's also the other thing. So Michael, uh, Doherty, I believe is the director. Doherty. Yeah. Doherty. Uh, so the great part is about this. So he does this film trick or treat. Um, he actually was writing the, he helped write a, a little bit of the script of Brian Singer's, you know, Superman returns and stuff like that. But he also co-wrote and produced uh, the horror comedy Krampus, which is also a fun movie. I like that. But then I just totally forgot about this. So he actually, and I think this is why we're getting a Trick or Treat 2, and I think this is why um, the movie, the trailers look phenomenal to me. He's also the director of Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh! And I think because it's with uh, Warner Brothers and uh, Legendary Films, they're doing that. I think this is his whole... They're like, hey, do this movie and we'll let you do the Trick or Treat because obviously we're noticing now with Trick or Treat, it has this cult following. And then this this works out great for him because uh, they already started it, but for the Halloween Horror Nights, they have a Trick or Treat thing um, at Universal Studios this year. So Anna gets yes! graciously to go uh, there in October. So once she does that, uh, she can definitely tell about the experience. I'll make sure to have her send me the pictures and I can post them on the Instagram and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, yeah, so, so shout I'm, out to Shrinky Dink, Castiel, and Crowley again. I'm really looking forward to seeing you. So ladies. yeah, so I think that's really great because I was like, holy crap, he's the one that's directing the movie. And then I was like, oh, this probably makes sense where he's all like, yeah, I'll totally direct this. But it looks like he knows the Godzilla franchise because every single time I see that trailer, I fucking tear up. <laughs> and I'm like, it's just so fucking good. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, that's all that kind of stuff, and that's what I did pretty much this weekend. And then, yeah, now we're recording uh, B Horrorcast. So before we dive into <laughs> our horror movie news, uh, we do have an eerie news of the week. But it's not really eerie. It just it just goes back to the story we kind of had last week, where a man shot at a ghost. I thought we talked about this already. Did we not? The no, we talked about it. We didn't talk about it on the air, did we? Uh, maybe we didn't. All right. Uh, well, anyways, without further ado, well, here's our eerie news of the week. It is time for eerie news of the week. 
Okay, so what I mean by this kind of has a connection to the story from last week where the man shot at a goat. Uh, not goat. Ghost. ghost. <laughs> uh, it looks like uh, Connecticut seems to be becoming the new Florida. <laughs> so I'm not going to read the I'm not going to read the uh, title because okay. that's going to give away some stuff. But I'm just going to ask you this general question, and then I'll, and the audience can also sit there where they're listening to it and ask themselves the same question. Uh, when a power outage happens, uh, usually you have flashlights, you have your phone, or sometimes you have candles right. laying around. So when the power outage goes out, you know exactly where you need to go to find your flashlight candles or your phone and everything that to, you know, put a light on. Yeah. And usually I would use my, my phone as a flashlight to try to find a lighter and the candle and then get it lit and all that kind of crap. Exactly. So without further ado, this woman, apparently a woman mistakes dynamite for candles during power outage. Uh, the fire chief, uh, Michael says that the woman was looking to light a candle in her home about 9.30 p.m. Thursday after the power went out during a storm. The dynamite went off in the woman's hand. One of the children's called 911. She was staying at the hospital. No one else was injured. Uh, but it's also sitting there going like, wait, one of the home's windows was blown out. The firefighter found another explosive device in the home as well. And now I'm sitting there going like, okay, obviously there, the woman has children. Was the husband planning something or what? Because how do you, like, if you know if you own this shit, like, yeah. if, if you own it. Obviously, I don't think she knew this stuff was in the house. But also, I'm just like, have you ever grabbed, like, everyone's seen Dynamite. Don't you yeah. think as soon as you grabbed it and looked at it going like, you know what? This wick for this candle seems very long. <laughs> and then as soon as you lit it, don't you think it would have been like, doing like what it usually does? It wouldn't light like a candle going like, well, that's burning pretty fast. This reminds me of those Looney Tune cartoons. What usually happens? Well, like you never can make the end of those episodes. So, and boom! Well, I will say at least she didn't just like freak out and throw it. If there was other dynamite in the basement, because that probably could have caused even more. Yeah, damage. yeah. Um. But I did look up, which this is probably going to put me on some type of stupid list. Um, but I did look up dynamite. Um, yeah, Bridgeport, Connecticut is where it happened. Um, but, like, Pat and I were talking about this. You can't, like, you couldn't just, I couldn't just go to the store or order it offline going, like, I need some dynamite. Like, you need to go through regulations and shit like that to get this stuff. Yeah, I want to say that... Yeah, the unidentified woman, her husband, and their two children were at home on Thursday after a severe storm swept through. Uh, they purchased their home two years ago. There was a couple of what they thought were candles left in the basement by the previous residents at oh, the home wow. of previous homeowners. So that means that the dynamite was down there for two years and uh, by the previous owner. So who knows how long they had it for. But yeah, here's some pictures of what dynamite actually looks like. So if it's a badly lit... Um, basement. I can kind of understand it. Like most of them are like red, but like there's like white or kind of like yellowish color as well. I mean, most of the time it says dynamite written really largely. But if you're fumbling around in the dark, well, again, you where was your it. flashlight, people? Like, yeah, I know. I, I don't. I don't understand it. But anyways, so Connecticut, you are now becoming the new Florida. So Florida, <laughs> you better start uh, hyping up your ante, or you're going to lose that front runner because Germany is still going to be number one in the fucked up place. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, anyways. But yeah, that's all the eerie news of the week. But I just thought it was interesting that I'm like, again, Connecticut. This is twice in less than a week. <laughs> yeah, the Come other on. one was uh, the ghost shooting at a uh, the, the guy. Yeah, the paranormal I, investigator shooting at a ghost. I really now just wanted a ghost shooting at a paranormal investigator. Get off my property! <laughs> He's like, God damn it, get out of my house! Ooh, leave. This of is not in the foot. This is not your yard. Um, if anyone knows that, that is from Luke Cage season two. Um, but anyway, so without further ado, let's jump into some horror news. It's time for horror news. All right. Well, this is awesome. This finally came out. Filming on Zombieland Two will begin January two thousand nineteen, with Woo-hoo! the sequel arriving October two thousand nineteen. So that's pretty good. So already just in time for the 10th anniversary wow. of the Zombieland film. Yeah, now I'm thinking about it. So that came out in 2009 then? Yeah, because it came out when I worked at a unnamed theater. So that's uh, that's all crazy. So it looks like... Uh, that's so nuts. Yeah, it's going to be wow. real exciting starting to think about this movie and get to work with Emma, Jesse, Woody, and Eisen... Abigail? Abigail? Yeah. It's oh, Jesse Eisen... Yeah, Jesse okay. Eisenberg, yes. Um, so yeah, so that's really kind of cool. So I can't wait. I'm excited because it's kind of interesting to see where these people are going to be now. And if they're actually going to do 10 years later, like they've been together for like 10 years and now they're doing their whole, there's like, where are they at now? Like, how's the zombie apocalypse going? Is there zombies that have evolved or is everybody the same? So, I mean, that's such a fun movie. I think, did we review that? I think, I I don't know. We'll have to look back, but actually it says in Zombieland, Everything that you just talked about is like listed right here. So, Fleischer or Flesher, however you say his name, it's been ten years. So, who knows what the world will look like at this point in Zombieland Two? Through comic mayhem that stretches from the White House and through the Heartland, the Zombie flare- Slayers must face off against many new kinds of zombies that have evolved since the first movie, as well as some new human survivors. But most of all, they have to face the growing pains of their own snarky makeshift family. Holy shit! You are. Fucking I'm, smart. I'm not, and I didn't even read the article. I, I just I just literally saw uh, the title and then posted and some of that. Uh, speaking of uh, horror... Oh, yeah. It says it's arriving October 11th, 2019. So we got a little over a year, people. So that's going to be fun. So, um, But this is going back to uh, the Horror Nights now. So uh, apparently with the killer clowns from outer space are taking over Halloween Horror Nights with the... Uh, uh, Chiodo? Yeah, Chiodo Brothers talking a sequel, which I'm like, please. And I'm also hoping they don't, they probably won't, but animatronics again, like I said. Killer Clowns from Outer Space is such a bizarre movie where you're like, it's got stupid B-horror humor. It's got, you know, parts are like, oh, that's kind of funny. But then it also does horror stuff, and you're just always sitting there constantly going like, okay, is this like a a horror comedy or a horror horror because it gets fucking dark sometimes in that fucking movie i will say i'm kind of glad that it didn't come out between the period of like 95 to 2005 because i feel like that that was like the sequel because i feel like that was a real downtime for uh horror movies yeah yeah but they're also in talks i mean they've been in talks with also doing a um the, uh, you know, they wanted to be doing a movie and stuff like that. I mean, like, basically another Killer Clowns for many, many years, but realistically is that uh, MGM controls the rights and they haven't oh. wanted to do much of anything with the property. But I'm kind of hoping now where they're showing horror movies are actually doing very well these days. And this does have a huge cult following. MGM, I don't think you'd be out that much money. 
if you actually decide to do a sequel with this. So it'd be very interesting. Um, I think that the article kind of hints at the fact that it is kind of what triggered it because of the success of it. They're kind of going, okay, clowns are still like relevant. So we can go ahead and try and bring this back. But yeah, they got, um, I did post this article on the Facebook page. You can see some of the image and stuff. And I mean, it just looks amazing. And I'm just, I, I was just telling, and I'm like, please take a lot of pictures of that shit. Cause I'm like, that's fucking awesome. But I'll just start screaming. The power of Pennywise compels you. Um, but this is kind of a downer cause we're from and based out of Arizona. So remember a while back when we talked about that, there was an underwater Jason Voorhees statue in the uh, one of the lakes, I think. Let's see. Underwater oh, uh, underwater Jason Voorhees statue and at a diving site in Crosby, Minnesota, went viral. Uh, oh, that's right. And then and it's not the only one. So Arizona went ahead and did it. I think it's yeah, oh, it's at Lake the Pleasant. Lake Pleasant, and now it looks like the water district's like, nope, you got to remove it. And it was actually funny. Uh, somebody actually commented on the post, and they said, "Wouldn't it be hilarious when they go down there? It's an actual real." Body, yeah, like. so somebody, uh, oh, let me pull it back up. I had it up and it just went away again. And it was from Possible Movie Reviews. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's uh, uh, Ziggy. Oh, good awesome. old, good old Ziggy. Yeah, good thank old Ziggy. you, Ziggy. So, the comment from Possible Movie Reviews, go check that Facebook page and all that kind of good stuff out as well. It says, Imagine the horror that will unfold when they discover it isn't a statue, but the real Jason. Keeping him down there was what was keeping us safe. Typical horror errors that lead to a mass slaughter. Actually, funny part is him just saying that. I actually would not mind that being like a like a boot a, a boot for a movie where it's oh, like, that'd be awesome. everyone's like, "Oh, we like this, haha, this is hilarious," and then it turns out, like, ha, ha, ha. It, and it's him, and it's him. So Arizona, <laughs> boo on you. But anybody, I I want to know if the person goes ahead and fishes out the statue that he put down there, you should literally just put that in your pool. Then yes, so much, or just like right in your and, entryway, and not tell anybody. Or do, yeah. So when people go swimming at they're night, like, oh, you're, you're, they're like, "Oh, let's go swimming at night." And they're like, "There's something in the fuck." Oh my god, that'd be so creepy. Or also, you could, if you have a lake house, just put it like right off the dock, so whenever people jump in, like that's the first thing they see underwater. Oh, that'd be fucking creepy. <laughs> but uh, but of course, this guest also came out. So Bruce Campbell. Um, he would be fine if with a young actor taking over as Ash. Now, of course, we know with uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead, um, disappointing that you know it didn't do too well due to piracy and everything like that. Um, I'm hopefully that season will drop soon on Netflix so I can finish it off and get a good thing. But it was a fun series of that. I mean, he did say he is coming back to voice Ash because it's probably easy for to voice uh, for a video game and stuff like that. But I, the only thing that I say, if you're going to do a new Ash movie. Um, or Evil Dead movie or something like that. Uh, we ha- you have to find somebody with the same uh, tenacity as like Bruce Campbell, which is probably really hard to do because I can't even at the top of my head, even just even if it's young actors or even older actors or anybody at this point to take over for. Uh, Bruce Campbell, I can't honestly think of anybody. This is a weird pick, but I feel like he'd probably be able to pull it off just to, due to how weird he already is. I don't know if he could pull up the pull off the comic aspect though, but uh, Shia LaBeouf. Uh, no, no, I don't know. <laughs> My other thought was, um, oh, actually, well, he's British, so it wouldn't really work. The only person not. I could think of, but then I'm like, I I don't know if he would do it though. Um, is maybe. I see it for the comedy aspect, but the problem is not only do you need the comedy aspect and not only do you need the, the wit of Bruce Campbell, but you know what you need? Comedic timing. Nope. 
comedic timing is with all of it. Okay. Bruce Campbell's comedic timing, but the most important part about Ash, and it's really hard to get, it's the chin. You oh, need that fucking true. like honestly like if he, if someone be like hey Bruce Campbell should play Batman I'm totally down for that you know why <laughs> oh my God that would be fantastic he'd be he'd be actually he'd probably be my favorite Bruce Wayne just because he'd play it as Bruce as uh as uh Bruce Campbell yeah but then his Batman whether or not or anything that fucking chin people would see that and be like oh fuck here just he comes just get Ben Affleck to play Bruce Campbell have him switch uh yeah or something like that but I <laughs> honestly I was thinking like but it's like that chin and it's like I, I thought about Chris Pratt I'm like yeah you can do the comedic timing and everything that, but it's like but as soon as you see him you're like well it's Chris Pratt because of his chin he has a normal chin you need that fucking uh, Bruce Campbell chin, chin yeah the Bruce Campbell chin um, it's a delicate fucking thing and everything like that. So it's just like, uh, but yeah, no, I, I want to know. Actually, you know what's really funny with him? Huh. With the fourth movie of Spider-Man, he was actually going to be a villain. And really? He, yeah, they had him picked for Mysterio. Oh. And I was like, I would have liked to see that. That would have been interesting. Yeah. So it kind of sucks, like, you know, the the things that could have been and stuff like that. But now it's actually interesting because I think they just casted, what's this, Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be playing Mysterio, I think, in the next Spider-Man yeah, movie? Yeah, 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 which actually I'm still very I'm, interested I'm very see. interested on that because I think it's kind of cool. So, um, so I literally just Googled actors with big chins to see if I could find somebody. And actually, I totally didn't even think of this, but uh, I don't know the guy's name, but he plays Harvey Dent in... Uh, Dark Knight. Oh right. Um, what's his name? He was in uh, Thank You for Smoking. Uh, he's been a lot of shit. I can't think of all of his. So, Rachel. Yeah. Um, I, I can't. I don't know his name. I well, I know his name, but I Arrested can't Development. Of but anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So I mean, that's fine and all and stuff like that. I'm. It's like, and also you have to. I would just say this. I know a lot of people will be up in arms. A lot of people will be like, no, you can never replace Bruce Campbell and stuff like that. But he's like, look, I'm done with the character. If somebody else wants to take up the chainsaw. So be it, and everything like that. But guess what? You can still go back and watch those movies with Bruce Campbell. That's so, true. Um, but yeah, I, I hopefully he finds something. Like I want to see him. I do want to see him in a superhero movie. I don't know what yet, wise, but I think he actually would be pretty. I'm trying to think. No, they were thinking of Alan Tudyk and what's his name? Alan Tudyk and Nathan Fillion for Booster Gold and the Blue Beetle. Trying to think, I'm trying to think of a Marvel character that I think he'd be great to play as, or even a uh, DC. But I'm not. Nothing's coming to mind. Actually, you know what? If uh, anybody has any recommendation, if you like to see Bruce Campbell in a superhero movie, um, and it can be pretty much design it like who would be fit, like because we know we can have the funny with funny stuff such as Shazam that's going to be coming out next year, and also Ant Man having that comic relief and some of that, but still having a good movie. I, I like. I like. I'm trying to think of somebody I would like to see him as. And then just be, um, you know, like having that that fun with it or whatnot. But what what are you looking at? You keep making faces. I was looking at people with like big chins, and I guess I never really noticed that this actor has a big chin. But seeing him and like and a picture of Bruce Campbell right next to each other, they have very similar jawlines. Jensen Ackles, Jason, Jensen Ackles, uh, Dean from Supernatural. Oh. He's got the comedic timing. He's I got would, the chin. Honestly, I would be fine with that. Right? If, if he were to take up the mantle as And he's Ash. got the supernatural background. Exactly. I, I, I did not even think of that. Good fucking pulled. <laughs> I would be fine with that. I would totally be fine with that. Right? I was like, 
oh my god that because it literally has like the pictures of the two of them right next to each other and i was like oh my god and then it would be funny to just put um uh sam in it <laughs> just like as a bartender at one point he's just like shut up sam <laughs> I honestly, I mean, yeah, yeah, I would be fine with him being uh, the new Ash if yeah. he decided to go down that route. And Sam could just be like the the bartender at like his local bar. Yeah. So then he just knows him personally. He's like, shut up, Sam. Yeah, shut oh up, Sam. God. That'd be so perfect. Awesome. All right. Fuck, okay. Jensen Ackles, you are never listening to this podcast, but that's No, I, I kind of want this petition. I'm okay with that, actually, because I was like thinking about it. I was like, I, who could you put in there? And I'm like... Yeah, he would be fun. And, like, you already know, like, he has so much fun with it with, like, the supernatural uh-huh. stuff. Even though, like, the show is, like, super serious most of the time. They inject so much humor into it Actually, that's actually a good, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good poll that you said that. I just saw it because they were celebrating, I think it was, like, what, 12 years of Supernatural uh, not too long ago. And then it was great. He's like, we were, you know, celebrating 12 years of Supernatural. It's just, like, these pictures and it has the subtitles at the bottom. Um, the guy who plays Sam is like saying that he's like, and we've been defending, you know, the earth from demons and da 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 that stuff. And, uh, or like, or like, yeah, all that kind of stuff that he's all like, and, and then it goes to Dean just goes pie. <laughs> yeah. 12 years. Oh yeah. 12 years of fighting like demons and spooks, and everything like that. And, and he just goes pie. And you just have him looking over and I'm like, really? Really? Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I haven't really caught up on supernatural. The last episode I saw was a Scooby-Doo one and I, Fucking love that one. That one was so well done. Because um, I was worried about that one, but they did such a great job on that one. They really, like, handled it. Like, any Scooby-Doo fan is, like, genius. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. But uh, this is actually interesting. I didn't know this. So George uh, Romero's uh, Night of the Living Dead is returning to theaters for its 50th anniversary. I kind of want to see if this Ooh. is playing anywhere because I do want to see this in theaters. I've never seen it before. Oh, it's a fun movie. Yeah, you know, so. Um, yeah, I'd love to go see it then because that sounds awesome. Yeah, it came out in 1968, the classic movie, you know, the return of Night of the Night Dead. Of the Dead. Night of the Living Dead and Shaun of the Dead and The Walking Dead and all that kind of stuff. But it all, you know, pretty much started with this. So, yeah, I think that would be a. A fun movie to uh, play. Oh, my God. You know what? That would be a kick-ass poster to have. I was just scrolling down just to see that. Mondo. If Mondo ever does a Night of the Living Dead poster, oh, fuck do I want. Or actually any of those zombie things. Oh, man. They release so much good shit, Mondo. Fucking love this. So if you haven't checked out Mondo, that's, I have one of the posters. Uh, Matthew actually got it for me. It's Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 2. And just how they do their fucking shit. It's like you just sit there going, like, I want, I want more of this in my house. You know, like Matthew yeah. has a shit ton. And I'm just like... I think Mondo is the same people who do, like, the Happy Tree Friends. I They might be. They also do a lot of vinyl stuff. Like, they did a Luke Cage one, and they always do, like, really great artwork. And then you have, like, like I think that both the uh, albums were, like, yellow for, like, his shirt. And everything. Oh, nice. And it was, like, such a... Like, Mond, like definitely follow them. Whether or not you're going to buy stuff from them, but just follow them on Instagram. Like, I know I'm hyping somebody who never will listen to us, but just follow them on Instagram because they got some good shit. They did some Ninja Turtle ones. I'm just like, oh. And you, it sucks because you're going through it going like, oh, that one's cool. I want that. Oh, fuck, I want that one, too. Oh, fuck. It's not like you just find one and go, oh, I just... Okay, this is the one yeah. for me. But you're like, they're all fucking good. No, I don't you're have like, that money. They're all for me. Damn it! So, yeah, and then this is actually interesting. I didn't even know they were still making these, but uh, Kate uh, Beckinsale uh, is not returning for any more Underworld sequels. Uh, and, like, I think I've only seen two of the movies. I fell asleep during the third one, which is technically the prequel, The Rise of the Lycan. Yeah. Um, but I never – I fell asleep during that one. So I only seen the first two, and I didn't mind them. They were they were fun and they were good, and I got exactly out of it that I expected. 
uh, just like werewolves and uh, uh, vampires fighting each other kind of thing. But I was all like, when they said this, I'm like, wait, are these still being made? Like, that was, that I, was I my thing. I think they are, but I don't know why, because honestly, uh, I'm going to piss off some fans right now, but I did not like those movies. I thought they were terrible. Like, and like, even because like, I am a huge fan of like vampire folklore and I felt like it did not pay vampires any justice and it was almost as bad as Twilight in my opinion. But... Well, like I said, I took it for what it was and not really caring about the lore at that point because I was like, all right, it's just there's... Basically, it's like, oh, the fighting I I should have gotten or women should have gotten in their stupid Twilight fucking books. Um, but no, you got stupid gay fights with sparkling <laughs> vampires. Well, that's the thing is like there really wasn't any fighting in Twilight. So, but even with this movie having the fighting, it wasn't much better. <laughs> well... Uh, again, I took it for what yeah, it was. But yeah, like I said, it's just my personal opinion. But yeah, I was just like, wait, they're not. And then I was scrolling down. It's all like after the f- coming back for the fourth and the fifth. I'm like, so there's five of these. Yeah, there's at least. Uh, no wonder she's not coming back. Yeah. Three sequels and one prequel. The most recent was 2017's Blood Wars. OK. Um, but yeah, so that's going to wrap up all of our, um, movie news. And without further ado, we'll be talking about the movie we watched, The Fly from 1986, the remake of the 1958, uh, movie. So this one is interesting because it's got, uh, I totally forgot it was Jeff Goldblum and it was, um, Gina Davis, Gina Davis. And you're like, what? Um, and it's an interesting movie. Like it, it has kind of like a slow burn, but it's like the special effects, and everything in it are really well done for, you know, 1986 film. Yeah. So, um, of course, you know, so before we dive into this and some of that, of course, we'll give, after we talk about the movie, we'll give the ratings of all the other uh, sources, and then we'll give the rating that we come up with. But- uh, so, just wanted to touch upon, uh, you know the, the, the creeper, like, editor guy that kept hitting on the chick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, his name is John Getz. He's director Romzio in Ghosted. Like, he's the director guy that comes in later on. Oh! I had no idea! <laughs> I was like, I he looks, like, super familiar. And he's also in Better Call Saul. He's in Homeland. Uh, he's in, like... Wait, Grayson who did you play? John Getz? Is that who John it was? John Getz is the actor, yeah. Yeah, John Getz is the actor. Hold on, let me see, because I'm going to pull him up now, because I'm, like, I'm looking at it going, like, who are you talking about? John Getz, and then... Oh, he's in Zodiac, yeah. Yeah, he was in Castle, he was in Bones, he was in, like, NCIS, he was in Law & Order SVU. I better Call Saul, Timeless. Social uh, Network. Social Network. Yeah, he's been in a ton of stuff, a lot of crime stuff. Oh, well, good for him, yeah. He played, actually, that was, uh, but anyways, yeah, so we're going to be talking about the, uh, before, I was like about to dive into something, like, well, well hold on. So, yeah, so a lot of people in it, uh, really good, fun movie. So without further ado, if you have not seen The Fly, the 1986 one, go ahead. It's on Hulu. We'll wait, meaning you pause it and go on. But without further ado, we'll be talking about The Fly. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Here we go. So, Anna, you've never seen this one? Nope, and everybody died. Okay, there you go. Um, <laughs> but, okay, end. so uh, watching this, uh, like, how interested were you in the movie? Because it is kind of a slow start. Honestly, I didn't really mind the slow start, and I was kind of fine with it until 
again, spoilers, people, he starts pulling out his own fingernails. Yeah, that's what I real. I uh, forgot about that part. I forgot. I was like, why is this rated R? And then you're like, oh, yes, okay. Yeah, like, they didn't even show any sex. But I also, so one thing that I noticed that I kind of mentioned to Paul today on break because I thought it was really funny I was like, you know, it's kind of funny. Like, as soon as, like, he went through, like, started, like, morphing and, like, becoming more muscular and all that kind yeah. of stuff, I don't think he had his shirt on since then. Yeah. Like, it was, <laughs> it was, actually, it was funny that you mentioned that because when he first takes – when they first kind of, like, you know, get together and make out and stuff like that, you see him without a shirt and he's skinny, but he didn't have muscle tone. And yeah. then it was, like, at a part I'm watching it going, like, wait, is he, like, built now? Yeah. And I was like, oh, they actually – took the time it, it's technically it's almost like a super it's like a almost a superhero film where it was like he the experiment goes wrong but he they couldn't figure out why but then he's like oh i'm gaining all these abilities and stuff and it's actually kind of funny because there's a part in it like towards the end of the movie where he's actually on the wall climbing and you sit there going like you know so many people saw this going like okay we will be seeing a spider-man movie soon like yeah. right like you know because like him moving on the wall was like pretty good like for that time and stuff but well i uh, honestly like watching that i know exactly how they did it they did it with like their rotating room and yeah the, yeah because like, they the did the camera. same thing with uh what's it called poltergeist where the whole room spun when the girl woman the white the yeah the mom was going up the walls and stuff like yeah, that they did that with poltergeist and they also did it in uh freddy uh, uh, nightmare on elm street the nightmare first one street, for the, yeah. the blood coming out of the bed and, and like also that. i think the actually the original the first movie to ever do that, and the way they figured out how to do it, as I don't remember the movie, but it was a Fred Astaire movie, and he's singing about like dancing on the ceiling and dancing uh, okay. on the walls, and that's the exactly like that's. I'm how it dancing on up. the ceiling and I'm dancing on the walls, um, and that's the song. But Give I will money. See, that was the other thing. That was the one thing that like I know like it literally goes back to okay, you're suspending belief to believe that this guy can like teleport and turn into a fly, but this is what bugs you. But the thing that bugged me. Was the fact that he's crawling on the walls and he's crawling like head down, but his shirt is staying like on his waist and just yeah, like yeah. fly up above his head. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. So, but yeah, what I liked about <laughs> what I, what I like about the fly is, you know, it's it's a very small cast of characters. Right. There's like maybe three main people, and then it's like you have you're like okay, like I said, it kind of starts off slow, but it is very engaging. Like you're like, oh, I like these people, I like the experiment, and you're also kind of sitting there going like, okay, when does stuff start happening? The, you know, when does he start becoming the fly? And it's good because Jeff Goldblum is like, if you don't like Jeff Goldblum, then do not see this movie because he's the one that brings you in. He's the one that's like, oh, you know, I do this and I do that, and I'm like. Uh, all this kind of, you know, his his quirkiness and everything that, and then like when he become when when he goes to teleport after that's what I thought was actually really funny. I totally forgot that he gets drunk and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna go through. I'm just gonna go through. I'm just gonna do it." And he's having a conversation with a monkey with the monkey that like uh, after he figured out like why the teleporter wasn't working because they tried to send a baboon in before and it just came out like fried, and then he realized, oh, the machine is literally trying yeah. to do like a like a weird copy like what it perceives as a living organism like yeah and it was putting the stuff back in the wrong places so the monkey came back inside out yeah that was the thing so you're like okay so of course he dies in being drunk there's a fly that goes into the system with him it teleports and then he realizes like he's like oh all this 
new stuff is happening to me. And he's, he's trying to like, he's like, he's obsessed with sugar. He's like, Oh, let me get more. Like he's just dumping sugar into his, uh, like cappuccino. Yeah. And you're like, that thing has already got sugar enough and stuff. But I like you right. When you watch this, you can clearly see like, okay, this is like his Ian Malcolm character where he's very like, he, he's talking really fast, but he knows everything that he's talking about. Yeah. And you're like, Holy crap. Well, I like, feel like with this one, it's a little more like, he's a little more focused on science in this one. Like Ian Malcolm, he knows what he's he, a fucking rock star. Well, he knows what he's thinking, but he has a hard time putting it into words. Yeah. Like this one, he knows exactly what he's thinking. He knows exactly what he wants to say, but he's in such a rush to get it out because his brain is working so fast that he just stumbles on words because he's trying to get it all out. So, so yeah, then you slowly start to see his like, uh, pretty much descend as, um, like his body's changing, like his face is getting like, it looks like he has really bad acne at one point and everything that, but then you're noticing like the hairs are popping out and all this stuff. And even like, uh, he had hair on his back after like sleeping on a microchip and, uh, like, uh, Gina Davis's character had to pull it out. And then after going through the machine, she's like, you got hair on your back. And she actually cut them off and then took them to a lab and then. It's like everything's – and what I liked about it, it wasn't like – like it foreshadowed all this stuff, but it was still kind of cool that finally he went through it and then was like, okay, there was a fly yeah. in the thing. And then he's like, okay, well, I'm becoming a fly. And it was actually interesting because it is true that flies vomit on their food to break it down and then eat it like that. And they, they kept doing that in the movie, which I thought was just kind of funny because he's just like – and then he's just like, oh, sorry. Like, yeah. like he, had, he was apologizing for stuff. Um, yeah, I will say that was one of the things that really interested me is like they did a really good job of showing like the transformation, but like as in like he's like even his ticks. Yeah, like he like there was a point. Well, even before that, like before that, like he like they have start out with like the cappuccino and the sugar mm-hmm. thing, and then they show him eating ice cream, and then they show him like he's having a conversation with his girlfriend, and they're fighting. But he stops in the middle of the conversation to like take a bite of a bar of chocolate, and yeah. he's just like, "I need sugar," and he's just kind of like going through that. And then it was just really interesting. And then it's just kind of like, and then yeah, like as he becomes more insectile, he starts doing this weird little like head tick thing, and it just it doesn't look natural. Like, and it's, it's kind of like the, the jerky movement movements that you see flies do whenever they land on stuff, they kind of like jerk around and kind of like flap or like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They're just kind of like, yeah. They're how they're like, and then I like how he was doing that. Like you notice like his hands, he'd be talking and then he would just sit there being like, yeah. And just like scratching his hands. Kind of doing like what a fly does when you see it kind of like sitting there and like, yeah. I always think like. Flies are plotting something, but they're like, I'll leave 24 hours to do this because I die. Good. Good. Oh, the- <laughs> um, I really need to shit my babies and I'm dead. Is- <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so I wanted to know because when I first saw the fly uh, at the time, I was kind of young and everything like that. But okay, so when you saw to, when it gets to the end where he's just falling to pieces and stuff and he finally becomes like this. The fly. The fly. Like, were you, was the payoff good, or were you like, what the fuck is this? Honestly, um, it was nauseating, and it was gross-looking. So, and it was, like, li- literally, it's, like, one of the grossest-looking creatures I've ever seen in a movie. So, yes, I would say the payoff was fantastic for that reason. Like, they went straight up, like, nasty-ass, like-looking housefly so they did a very good job on the prosthetics and the and that was the other thing. Like you're literally taking uh Jeff Goldblum, who's very good looking, and just covering him in God knows how many pounds of like prosthetics and makeup and just all this crap. 
And but it still looks like him until the very end. Yeah. And like he I can't even imagine how much time it took to put those things on so that he could like shoot the scenes and stuff. Like he must have had he must have like some serious patience. So all to get like the movie's nasty. (laughs) But it's like it's sort of like is I wouldn't even put it it's like uh sort of like a shock horror. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know if they were necessarily doing it to be shocking or to be realistic. Oh, yeah. And I forgot about that. I actually want to see, uh, I guess I got to see the sequel. Yeah, the, the Fly the, 2. The Fly 2. And it's actually the uh, cat. The, the thing says like father, like son. So it must mean that, I mean, it's not Gina Davis again, but it's saying it's probably, I don't know if she's in it or whatnot, but it looks mm-hmm. like like, okay. But yeah, I was looking through their stuff and started noticing the uh, like how, um, his like transformation to the bug uh, from uh, Jeff Goldblum's version, and it's like the guy has like different eyes, the mouth is different. I'm just looking at like some of the things. So I was like, oh yeah, I forgot to say it. And then I saw like another Fly movie, and I was trying to say the Fly. What was it Fly Outbreak? Oh, so Eric Stoltz is in the Fly Two, mm-hmm. who and he that's his son. So he's Lance in Pulp Fiction. He's in The Butterfly Effect. He's in the movie Mask. He plays Rocky Dennis. Um, I know I've seen him from something else. Wait, he's the he's the freak in that movie with Cher. What? He's Rocky Dennis. The yeah. The, that's right, Morty. He, he's from a, a Rocky. You know, Dennis. You know, it's wherever it looks like Mask. Oh yeah, yay! <laughs> or Jerry. Uh, yeah, Eric's, yeah, that's what it was, Eric Stoltz universe, yeah. where everybody looks like the guy for mask. Yeah, the mask. <laughs> yeah, he's also in Grey's, Ama- Grey's Anatomy, like, yeah, he's in a ton of stuff, like, that's kind of funny. Oh, it's just, okay, so it looks like it's a comic book, too, The Fly Outbreak. Oh! Uh, is the thing, but yeah, I'm actually kind of curious, because I've never seen, uh, The Fly 2, but, uh... Uh, might be something to check out during the series. I uh, guess what? I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be terrible, but uh, you know what? I'm fine with that because I like, I like, I like, I like monsters in my movies. And if they do this, I'm really like, even though it's the prosthetics and everything that are just a puppet or whatnot. But if you make it, if you shoot it in a way where it looks really good, you know, it's great. Because even with the fly, like they show it like walking, like you see its feet going. But even though you know it's a puppet, you're still like that's still really good looking for like a 1986 film or yeah. whatnot. It's and, sort of like a grungy shock horror. Yeah, it's very cool. And that's what actually the payoff is with it because in the in the posters, like all the posters, it's usually it's like a little fly and says the fly. Then yeah. they have the one where it's the you see the pond, you see just two things coming out of it. You're like, okay, so like the big payoff at the end of the movie when they actually show you the fly is only for a short time, but it still works because you could see how like it just completely changed and then it was like throws her into like the machine because it was going to merge with her yeah and then it's like you know but even when the machine was like he saved her from the thing it's like he tries to break out and then he got sucked into the little pod thing it created and then just kind of formed with like the electronics because then it just comes out and actually it's kind of a bitter it's a bittersweet ending because it wasn't like like at that point it was just like like when he grabs it grabs the gun and just just like puts it towards its head like end me like i, I can't just put me out of my misery yeah. at this point point. and honestly the way i was like i was actually kind of thinking about that because i was like well technically like at that point like he was mostly like f- mostly the fly yeah but then if you think about it like 
that probably like he probably wasn't completely transformed just yet because yeah. he could still like have rational thought before she punched his jaw off. Yeah, yeah. Um, so most likely that was probably like one of his last moments of like, like humanity, human, yeah. humanity, and like clarity. And he was like, "I don't want to be this. Just kill me." Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's a fun movie and stuff of like that. I always liked uh, the movie, and it's funny because I don't think I've ever saw the uh, like when I when I first first saw it. I didn't see any of it until the end where he actually became the fly oh. and then it ended. I was also like, and then I just thought, Oh, that's a good movie. Like, <laughs> even though it's like the last probably 10 to like 13 minutes of the movie of that. But, um, but, uh, before we, before we, uh, read the other reviews, Anna, what do you want to use as our, uh, five out of five this week? So I was thinking either, uh, the little microchip, Oh. Or um, video camera. Oh, that's good, too. I was thinking of baboons. Oh, yeah. Inside Out baboons. Yeah. Um, there's also... Uh, there's also the telepod. The telepod. Um, uh, or we could do fingernails. <laughs> if you want to do that, fingernails. I kind of am leaning towards either the camera or the fingernails. Cause the, All right, let's do fingernails, because <laughs> uh, that seems to be a prominent thing in your thing. But uh, yeah. what did you like about the movie? And, or, and if there's anything that you... Obviously, I understand the gross factor, because you don't like that kind of stuff. Uh, that, But it, or if there was anything that you were like, ah, you know, they probably could have maybe done something different uh, in the movie or whatnot. Because so, uh, this was your first time watching it. Um, They... I don't know. It's... it's it's hard to say um, because there's a lot of stuff that I didn't really like that much in the movie, but at the same time, it was kind of necessary to get to the point that they were wanting to get to. Um, I thought, I will say, I thought that the like the editor dude was way really? over the top. Yeah, he was he was rapey, creepy. Yeah. Like, he was rapey, stalker, I'm going to murder you and your And it was kind of a weird twist at the end because then it was like he saved her. Yeah, I didn't like. That. I was like, "That's really a big one eighty. You're trying to tell me this is a this is a rapey editor with a heart of gold? Fuck that! Like, yeah, that was. The I would, yeah, I, I, had with I think I agree with you on that one. That was like, it's like I because I thought, okay, they're making this guy to be bad. So when Jeff Goldblum's character has to kill him, you're like, yeah, it's, it shows he's lost control. But you're also kind of like, I don't feel that bad because the guy was kind of a dick. You know, I mean, granted, I mean, he did get his arm, his hand burned off and his leg, his uh, foot burned off by the the acidic acid from the uh, fly. I remember like a week or two back, you said we're going to start tracking kill count. Kill count in this movie is one. Yeah. Who did he kill? Himself. That's right. Yeah. He only broke a biker's arm um, and then he burnt off a hand and a foot. Yeah. And then he asked her to kill him. Kill him, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But the movie was still good, though. Yeah, because even if... You, I don't really think that the beginning was that slow. Because okay, I felt no. Like it, bu- it felt like it built well. No, that's and good. That's good. Like, and uh, one thing that it did that a lot of horror movies don't do is it really built like a good human connection at the well, beginning. Well, it does come up with what is actually listed under its uh, drama, horror, and sci-fi. So it did have the drama aspect to it and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's true. So and stuff like that. But uh, no, that's pretty good. I, I was actually very curious with that because, of course, I'm like into it just because I'm like, oh, I just like when people do the prosthetics and they make it yeah. like all that kind of stuff. And you, you throw a puppet in there. Like, that's why I think like Pumpkinhead, it's probably one of the weirdest ideas for a movie <laughs> and everything. But just that creature and how it looks and how they shoot it, you're just like, I know it's a guy in a costume and they have the animatronics, but I like that cheesy shit. 
Yeah, it's just so much fun. And it again, it goes back to like one of my favorite things about like certain horror movies is just like how the actors move. Like if you can convince me that whatever you transformed into is not human or is moving a certain this certain way because of this other thing that's going on, like I am fucking in. Like and he moved, yeah, creepy, yeah. And it's the same with like, um, oh fuck, what was that movie? Well, I mean, obviously there was upgrade where the guy was just like. Moving oh, you like, can also go back to like Pan's Labyrinth and like the guy who does all that. Yeah, that stuff, that's uh, the guy how, I was thinking the, of. How like, he moves, and, and people always think like, "Oh, they just did like CGI." It's like, no, 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 that's an actual guy in a suit, and that's how he moves. Yeah, that's how he's like, moving and stuff like that. So, um, before we give our reviews of the five out of five fingernails or whatever we're going to give it, we'll give the reviews of everybody else, of course. So, of course, with IMDb, they gave it a seven point five, and obviously, yeah, no, I that's pretty good so of course we'll give out all the ratings and then kind of give like an average uh this is actually interesting rotten tomatoes gives it a 91 percent, but audience gave it an 83 so it's still higher than uh imdb but i was very surprised that it, 91 for rotten yeah, tomatoes like, that's like four and a half stars i guess yeah uh then you have the fly uh metacritic they gave it a 79 so not okay. bad and then also this new one i found is common sense media because when i actually originally typed it in um, it didn't have a, uh, a rating or whatnot, but they gave it, uh, oh, wait, wait, hold on, one, two, okay, so it's a five-star rating. They give it four out of five stars. Okay. So the average is about, like, I would say about an 85%. Yeah, so four, four and a half. Yeah, so I'd say it's a it's a good movie. It's a watchable movie and everything like that. So, Anna, so, uh, uh, what did you, what were, if you could say one of your probably, like, fa- like a, a scene you really enjoyed in the movie, and then uh, maybe, again, something you didn't like, if there was anything, and then just the uh, uh, your rating. Um, my favorite scene in the movie, that's a good question. Because, that's if like, you add one. Huh? I go, that's even if you add one. Yeah. Um, I guess probably, I think, I, I th- honestly think my favorite scene in the movie was whenever he was having the argument with his girlfriend and he just, like, took the little... Because it was just such a little throwaway thing, and he just takes the candy bar and takes a bite, like a little tiny nibble off of it because his stomach can't quite process food normally anymore. Mm. And so it's just kind of like, again, it's just like a little throwaway thing, but it's just so important to like the like the transform- yeah, yeah. transformation of everything. And it's just, it was a really, really clever thing to just be like, here you go. So Very cool, very cool. Is there anything you, obviously you didn't like when it, came to ripping out fingernails but if there's anything like like besides the gross factor because if you don't like that i understand that but if there's anything like in the movie that you were just like did this really need to be in there you know kind of thing. the editor yeah the editor <laughs> okay yeah, he was entirely unnecessary yeah he was entirely unnecessary it was just weird yeah um but uh yeah no i do agree with that that's probably like, the only problem i have with the movie is like why would you work for your ex-boyfriend and then it seems like he's still creeping on you yeah like kind of thing and like he that. has the key to your apartment yeah like that's back to that, you? That, like i get it they were trying to make this guy a bad guy so then when things happen to him at the end of the movie you're like, okay, yeah, fuck him. But then you still made him live, and then you kind of made him, like, almost a hero. And But you're still like, fuck that guy. Yeah, like, you're still kind of like, fuck it's not that like guy. Game of Thrones, like, you are like, okay, fuck this person. And then they humanize him, and you're like, well, fuck. Yeah, like, now uh, I kind of uh, like this person. Like, you know, kind of thing. There was so, no moment of, well, fuck, I like this yeah, person. Yeah, so I agree with you on that one. That's probably, like, my least favorite about the movie is just, like, I'm like the boss is just way too rapey. Yeah. Like, um, he just, like, literally. Oh, he, yeah, and the weird prostitute scene. Like that. Oh, when was, he grabs the girl from the bar and everything. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was that was just 
I, I'm pretty sure they probably just left that in for like time filler. Uh, they had to or whatnot. <laughs> I will say this though: uh, you can get some nice side boob action from Gina Davis in the movie. I was very, I was like, oh, like you don't get any nip, oh. but I was like, huh? Yeah, and the uh, yeah. I was, I was like, eh, yeah. I was like, I, 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 I unzipped my fly for that one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I, I would have to say, yeah, that was probably my least favorite part. But I think my favorite part was, of course, is just when he finally becomes like the full blown fly. Like, I yeah. just like how it looks and like just the, the, eyes. the black eyes and just like this. Yeah. It just, it's like, uh, like, honestly, I think that'd be like kind of a cool little. Actually, you know what? That's what they should do. They should make little statues like they have for like Godzilla and Rick and Morty. I was going to say, well, even that, but I was even going to say, I would love to have a fly pop vinyl. Yes. <laughs> and I would love to have like the original one and then the 19, you know, 86 one or whatnot. Yeah. I think that would be a cool little thing into the the, Mar- the, the Marvel, the uh, monster franchise or whatnot. Because it's such a simple concept because when you think about it, you're like, it's just, it's a fly. Like flies yeah. are meaningless, but then they made it and going like, well, if there's a full blown fly flying around and it just blah, vomits on you and just burns you and then can eat you like that. It's like, that's a thing you don't want to really, like, fuck right. with, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, Anna, after all the reviews are in for everybody else, what would you give the 1986 The Fly movie? Three and a half out of five. Three and a half out of five. But is the movie watchable? I would say yes, but don't eat while you're watching it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I think I'm going to go a little bit higher. You said what? Three and a half? Yeah. I'm probably going to give it a four just okay. because it fits my monster genre. Um, it gives you that transformation. It's like, it's like the, it's the doctor. It actually, that's what it reminds me of. It's like a mo- it was the modern day Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde almost. Yeah. Where okay. like he, he, it's he's, the, he's a battle of insect yeah, and human. Yeah. It, it differently or whatnot. And then it's like him kind of like accepting it at one point going like, Oh, you know, but then the transformation keeps getting worse and worse. And soon he's realizing like, Okay, like, I'm I'm not going to be able to sustain like almost my humanity anymore at a certain point. Yeah, and you can kind of it's kind of interesting. Like you'll see like that fly um, functionality take over, but then there's that one scene where he's like, I th- it was probably like again like the whole thing of like some of the last vestiges of his humanity are leaving him. And he's like, I can't see you anymore. Yeah, like stuff like that. Yeah. And then he even that has, was a good scene that was too. a really good scene because when he comes out and be like, if you come back here, I I will hurt you. Yeah. And it's like, it's and he's like, I don't want. To. Yeah, it's like, like it's like, it's like to, I don't want to, but but I, but I can't help myself at this point. Which yeah. it's it's kind of a cool like internal struggle and stuff like that. But it's like I love Jeff Roman was great, and it's yeah. like you almost forget like the people that are in it, and you're like. You know what? That was a really good cast of people. And it was probably like very early in their careers before they, you know, moved on to other stuff. Because, I mean, like Gina Davis was in other stuff before that. But it was just like, like Beetlejuice. yeah, Beetlejuice. And stuff, but Which it was is actually, really funny because I was like, you know, the only two movies that I know her from are insect based. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> really kind of funny. But, of course, there's also A League of Her Own, if you haven't seen that. That's actually a pretty enjoyable movie, especially with Tom Hanks being the coach. And are then there he insects t- in that? No. Oh. Um, but That's he, but he does. It's funny because he's the coach, and the empire says something to him. He's like, "Did anyone ever tell you you look like a penis with a hat on?" And the empire's like, "What?" He's like, "Come on!" Like. Oh, like that's that. the one where like the girl starts crying. He's, He's like, like "There's no crying, crying in baseball." Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's okay. a, honestly like a lot of people. Um, I know my sister was very obsessed with it, but it's like uh, back in the day. Yeah, I did, could care less about it. But honestly, it's it's a fun movie if you haven't seen it around. I mean, I'm not here to promote you know Gina Davis' career because guess what? She's done fine on her own. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I enjoyed the fly. I'm glad we got able to see it. Hopefully we have a couple of other, uh, B horror movies coming our way. There's uh, a couple that we found on Netflix 
and Hulu and stuff like that. So we're going to try to watch a couple more movies. And, of course, uh, I know Sarah and Matthew Stubbs. I was talking with Sarah a little bit yesterday. It looks like uh, they want to be coming back on the show, uh, both shows, Socially Awkward and Be Horrorcast, because they have a couple of contests that are going to be coming up within the next few weeks and months, actually, if I think about it. Um, so get the listening to that and stuff, uh, coming up, but, uh, yeah, I think, uh, that's all I got. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? Uh, I was going to throw in really quick. So, uh, once the Venom movie comes out, I know that's not technically horror, but we will be reviewing it for this podcast. It actually might be a dual podcast where we'll talk about it on be horror, but it also might also become a long box cast episode as well. So that's fine with me. Yeah. We can mix in like horror and, uh, comic book news and the 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 movie because i feel like that character is very much a horror character oh yeah no he's a very good um he's anti- a very complex he's character. a very well uh, he's a very good anti-hero he's actually yes. possibly one of the first kind of anti-hero it's funny because it's like he hates spider-man with a passion but he will still protect and help like innocent people Other and stuff people, like that yeah. but but he also has this weird internal struggle where it's like if anyone tries to kill spider-man and he doesn't get the chance he will beat the crap out of people just so he'd be like no no no, spider-man's my this kill like, well it's exactly the same as like with the joker whenever harley quinn was um like harley quinn actually captured batman and hung him upside down and she was like now if you hang him upside down then it looks like, it the like piranhas the piranhas are, smiling. are smiling and the joker gets super pissed off and is apologizing to batman i love that scene like, that's such okay, a great basically he's like i wanted to do this i didn't think of it so therefore i'm gonna let you go and i like it because it's so great because it's like uh, it's the animated series you have mark hamill just going like and he's literally like talking to batman like yeah the kid's young she doesn't know what she's doing like and you're just like it was like one of the weirdest moments it's like it's like but that's the joker yeah it's like he has this complex of just like he's like yes he's crazy and stuff like that but if someone tries to take something away from him he's like no no no, no we can't i can't have this i have to be the one that yeah and he has such a great line also in the justice league episode where he's with lex luthor and they capture batman and he's all like well let me go in there and kill him and the, and he's like no we're not killing him we're gonna use him for like stuff and then he he puts his hands in his pocket starts walking away going all like and people say i'm crazy <laughs> like it's like you have him and just you blow, have like, the chance to like, kill he's him. like you, he's now. like just blow his brains out just he's like look i'll do it like he pulls out a gun and stuff and then you know luthor's like no that's not what we're doing this for you know we're gonna try to destroy the entire justice league and well yeah and it's again it's because like sorry we're diving a little bit of comics here but like it's really because like lex luthor is like so focused on like he always thinks he's the smartest person in the room so therefore he's like well if i can use batman who's like the world's greatest detective then i can prove that i'm smarter than i'm smarter than him so therefore like i'm going to keep him alive and the joker is like no you're an idiot. Yeah, no, you're dumb if you keep him alive, kind of thing. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's fun stuff and everything. But yeah, that uh, that's all I got for um, B Horrorcast. Like I said, I'll try to post all the stuff that we got. We're hopefully going to get frames for things and put them up and whatnot, and make the studio a little bit spookier. And then, um, yeah, I'll definitely got to give more shout outs to these uh, local artists in uh, um, Minnesota, not Minnesota, uh, Michigan, uh, Monroe at the Monroe Comic Con and stuff like that. But uh, do you have anything else you'd like to add? No, that was the last thing I wanted to touch upon. Okay, very cool. So I guess that's going to wrap up this episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I am Steve-O, and of course my uh, guest host today. Frank Sinatra. Um, And then I guess until next time, everybody. Carpe Noctum.
This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Uh, uh, my uh, my uh, girlfriend uh, was uh, uh, going to break up with me, but she just told me to uh, 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 buzz off. <laughs>